0: Well, boys, what are you going to sing?
1: The squeezer was not any use, a lemon without any juice. Boo-hoo,
0: boo-hoo-hoo, ooh, she couldn't say boo to goose. Hey, Frank, bring up some of those things, will ya? Yes, yeah. boy, I was singing them
1: right now. Okay,
0: everybody ready? Yes, sir! Hi, I'm Jacob.
1: And I'm Annie. And you're
0: listening to Boo to a Goose, a podcast about idioms, expressions, and slang.
1: From across the pond.
0: And uh, we have a new one today. What's today's topic?
1: A cock and bull story. A
0: cock and bull story. Yes. We're going right back to animal ones.
1: Yeah. There
0: All right. There's a lot of animal expressions. <laughs> yeah, They're there are, always fun to do.
1: There are many. Yeah, we
0: just did, the last one was Cheshire Cat. And now we're back at it.
1: Yeah, back yeah, at we it. We
0: haven't done chickens nor steer yet in any of our expressions.
1: I believe you're correct.
0: We did. We've done goat. We've, we've done, done geese, poultry. We've do, yeah. We have done poultry. Yeah. But the, this is these are two completely new species. So I think we're still developing. We're still entering new territory.
1: Great. Yeah. Good to good to know.
0: So cock and bull story. I, I hate to inform you, but mm-hmm. this is one that we use with some level of regular. I mean, we, oh. we we I mean, we know what it means. Okay. It means like it's a lie. Uh, a cock and bull story. It's like, kind it's, of. I mean, we say things are bull. And that's short. That's that's short for what it actually. What we actually.
1: Want. <laughs> yeah, but there's no evidence that it comes from this phrase. Okay.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: There's no evidence that bull. Shit. Comes from this phrase.
0: We're trying to keep the podcast clean.
1: Nobody heard that.
0: All right. I have to flag this one as explicit now. I won't. I
1: won't. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's no there's no evidence that it comes from this saying.
0: From this saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, so okay. So if if. Um, if my belief expression, if my belief definition of a cock and bull story is incorrect, would you mind using the real one in a sentence?
1: Um, Greg came into the pub last night and he was giving us a right cock and bull story about this new girl he was dating.
0: Okay, so that just sounds like it's what I thought it was.
1: Well, kind of, but it's not as simple as saying a lie. Okay. It's a fanciful and unbelievable tale or something, a long and rambling tale which is so incredible that few are prepared to believe it. It's more like an exaggeration as opposed to a lie.
0: Oh, like a big fish story. What? Um, like, uh, I caught a fish that was this big, and they put the rhymes apart really far to say that they caught a really big fish. Yeah. are like, no, you didn't, or but like, whatever.
1: Or like a one-night stand story.
0: Well, that's not a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not like, that's not like a... I caught like a fish
1: a... that was this big. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is our, this is filthy. (laughs) We're going to lose all our sponsors that we don't have yet. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Anyway. uh, Okay. So a Cock and Bull story is more like, it's like a long meandery tale about like, yeah, whatever. It's
1: over-exaggerated. And
0: and then you met the Pope and then he gave you a ride in his limousine and then you guys went and got frozen yogurt.
1: Exactly. Whatever. Cock and Bull. Uh, What's
0: his name? Jay from Inbetweeners.
1: Yep. He's full of Cock and Bull stories. Cock
0: and Bull stories. Yeah. uh, Tips to tales, Cock and Bull stories. Coming out of his ears. With his dumb haircut. I
1: those haircuts were very in back in the day
0: could not stand Jay I did not think he was funny I kept wanting him to get punched
1: I think he does get punched yeah yeah anyway anyway um, so that's the definition Inbetweeners is
0: really funny it's on Netflix Americans Every. I'm not telling British people to watch it because every British person has seen it
1: I mean not every British person of a certain generation yes yeah Yeah. Um, so do you want to know where it comes from
0: yes oh of course okay. that's the it reason was... for the season <laughs>
1: It was first recorded in 1621, so it's a pretty old Saying That is an old one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, well, some people think that it just very simply comes from old fables in which cocks and bulls and other animals spoke in human language. Sure. And they were giving a cock and bull story. Or the cock and the bull were narrating an old fable, and therefore it was their story.
0: But Either it, way, okay. So it's like it's uh, like you you could okay using the sentence that you used. He uh, Bill came into the pub last night and he was spinning us this fairy tale about how he did this that and the other thing. Yeah. So it could be used interchangeably with just like like it, it, it can't just it's not just a lie. It's like an elaborate
1: yeah, like an elaborate story yeah. that that would feature a cock and a bull like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. It's a tortoise Oh the,
0: the cock and the bull were like fighting over something fighting to be king one of the farm. Of
1: them learned an important lesson and maybe yeah. one of them died.
0: Maybe the, yeah, probably the, the bull ate the, the rooster.
1: I don't think bulls eat roosters.
0: Well, they would if they were given enough pressure <laughs> if domain over the farm was on the line. What
1: fables were you reading?
0: Okay, why is a tortoise racing a hare? Let's let's get into it. what What's the motivation for either of them to win?
1: dignity pride a sense of self-worth
0: okay why did the (laughs) scorpion stab the frog
1: okay now i have no idea what you're talking about because it
0: is his nature that's another one i I
1: always remember the one with the mouse on the head of the was it a fox or a lion to cross the river and if the lion could eat him
0: I have no idea what this one is. I think you're making it up as you go along like we were earlier with the cock and bull story. And then the bull told the cock that they had to race them to the top of the barn. Mm. And the bull was like, I'm so much larger. And the cock's like, I have wings, stupid. Anyway.
1: Mean you should not write children's literature.
0: No. Yeah. That's we the, can do the voices, though. That's
1: clear now. That's very clear. I'll be the bull. I'll be the, the British bulldog <laughs> okay so that's one that's one
0: that's one, that's that's one there one. it's just that's cock, one a, cock and bull is just interchangeable with fable yeah, yeah. just a fable sure
1: um the other one is that it came from another phrase and they believe it's a corruption of an older phrase that said a con- concocted and a bully story
0: A concocted and a bully story?
1: Yeah, a concocted and bully story. Oh,
0: wait, what does bully mean? Does that mean good?
1: Well, bully here is, again, a corruption of a Danish word, bullen, which means exaggerated.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So a, a concocted and exaggerated story. I mean, that's a little, like, on the nose, isn't it? Yeah. Like once we'd be like, they were telling oh, a concocted con- and exaggerated story. They were telling a concocted and bullin' story. They were telling a concocted and bully story. They were telling a cock and bull story. Um, Someone just made the leap one day, I guess.
0: I, I don't like the idea that we decided that in order to make the word concocted shorter, we settled on cock, not <laughs> con and bull story. Concocted. Yeah. I don't, uh, that's, that's, well, yeah. I mean, unless they wanted it to sound like. Unless they wanted the animal pairing. Like, it's more like it was a con and bull story. Well, we already have bull as an animal, so how about we go with another animal? Okay, cool. What's the second soul of a concocted? Oh, hey, we're in
1: luck. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe.
0: Uh, all right. I don't like that one as much.
1: Okay. My last one is a little bit longer. Okay.
0: Although so. we do say goodbye. You know what goodbye is short for? No. God be with you. Really? Yeah, and then and then it got just truncated to uh, God be with you, God be with you, goodbye, goodbye, God bye, and then that became goodbye. I'm not sure when that happened. Oh my god! And this might not be true.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just figured it would. It's like good morning, like the time period is morning, and I wish you good. And I figured that goodbye was the same. Like we are saying goodbye, and I wish you good. Goodbye. We
0: are saying bye, and I wish you good.
1: Can't be true. Like, is that really true? That wouldn't be true for other languages, though.
0: Yeah. Well. Well, I'm, well. Yeah. Sure. That wouldn't be true for other languages. But do other languages say goodbye?
1: Oh, I see. Like Good the
0: phrase day. goodbye. Oh. Yeah. I mean, other everyone's got a different. Au revoir.
1: You know, Ciao. Au revoir. Au, revoir. Au, revoir. au revoir.
0: Yeah, but that's not. I mean, they don't do that.
1: Yeah. You might be right.
0: I don't even know what adiós Zane literally, literally translates to, or au revoir.
1: That's another episode, I think. Yeah. Okay.
0: I I can't imagine that would be very long. (laughs) We find one German person. We can probably track one down.
1: Not during a global pandemic where people can't travel. That's true. Hmm.
0: (laughs) So the only way we could do this, (laughs) find this out, is we have to fly a German person to the house, (laughs) put them up, wait at least a week. We want to be hospitable. And then, hey, say, hey, so... you might be wondering why you're here in the first place. Uh, very, very simple. So we do this podcast, and they have to listen to every episode. This is only episode 13. That'll be mm-hmm. fine. Um, and then we say, why is it called a cock and bull story? Ah, I already forgot why they're here.
1: I think you're telling a cock and bull story right now.
0: Oh, nicely done. Okay. Yeah. What, what's, what's the next one?
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so the final origin I found um, that a lot of people believe in is that it came from a specific town. Now, this was a market town, a really uh, old town in England. Um, and it was built in a road, and the road has been there since the Roman period. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the town of Stony Stratford. And it's in, now it's called the Jewel of Milton Keynes. You're not British, so you don't know Milton Keynes. But let me describe Milton Keynes for it Sounds you. like a,
0: a publisher that only does like <laughs> books about... Milk.
1: <laughs> no. We um, <laughs> were just a, talking
0: about cheese in the last episode.
1: It's a bit of a sad town that's famous for roundabouts. Okay. That is literally what it's famous for.
0: <laughs> just, they're all over the place?
1: I cannot tell. Like, we know that I like roundabouts. When I dr-
0: They are remarkably efficient. When I
1: drive in America and I reach one of these stupid intersections with stop signs, I am just sit there and go, this should be a roundabout, this should be a roundabout. Jacob has got used to my crazy driving ramblings. Right.
0: Well, and there's a few places in, in Berkeley that have roundabouts. Yeah. We call them traffic circles because we're <laughs> stupid. But yeah, I, I understand their efficiency.
1: Traffic circles. Roundabout doesn't make sense. Let's describe it exactly how it is. Traffic circle. It's a
0: circle for traffic. Yeah, well, you, you can't get caught in traffic like a traffic jam in a traffic circle.
1: You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> so anyway... Um, the fact that this place is called the Jewel of M- Milton Keynes is, is quite amusing because, you know, there's not much in Milton Keynes. Right. Anyhow, Marney is a nice old market town. Um, and it's in Buckinghamshire in England. And it's located just north of London. So when people were making trips up, up to the north of England from London or to London, they would often stop here in Stony Stratford, mm-hmm. particularly during what was known as the coaching era. So that's the 18th and early 19th century. And the coaching era, era was when people were you know, delivering mail and themselves on the stage coaches with the horses. Sure. And then they set up these coaching inns for people to stay in overnight where they'd have food and a place for their horses to be and somewhere for them to sleep. Probably a brothel around the corner as well.
0: No One would imagine. We know the times. It was cowboy times. What
1: time was it? Different country. No cowboys in England.
0: Yeah, but, you know, you had the, you, you got it, you get it.
1: Hmm. We
0: all saw Shanghai Knights. What? Owen
1: Wilson? Anyway. Jackie Chan? <laughs> the So the idea that uh, that links this to the cock and ball mm-hmm. was that the cock and ball were two main coaching inns in this little market town. Oh, okay. And there's two stories. One called the
0: cock, one called the bull. one called the the co- Two separate places. Right.
1: One the cock, one the bull. Um, and there's two ideas about where this comes from. One is, um, just that people stayed, they were on, on the same road, presumably some distance away. And people stayed in one, one night and one the next night and they shared gossip and stories. And when they were retold in the next nearby inn, they exaggerated them in the process.
0: Uh, Like a game of, um, Telephone.
1: Telephone. Yeah. Or what we call it in England that you've now told me is inappropriate. Yeah,
0: do we want to say what it is called? This is true. Do you guys know what they call the game of telephone? You know where you're whispering in each other's ears and it goes down the line and it slightly changes as it moves down the line. You know what they call it? They call it Chinese whispers. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. It's, and it's not good. It's in fact bad. The first time I heard this from someone, a British person... It was my first contract on ships. So we hadn't mm-hmm. met each other yet. And uh, yeah, she used Chinese whispers. And I was like, what? What is that? And she's like, you know that game? And she described it. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's telephone. Why do you guys call it Chinese whispers? And they're like, well, because you're whispering it in someone's ear. And you can't really understand them. So it's like if a Chinese person was whispering to you, you wouldn't be able understand them. And I said, I'd imagine you would if you were Chinese. <laughs>
1: oh. So,
0: hey, everybody that calls it Chinese whispers. Don't do that. Call it telephone. Everyone gets it.
1: Except if you're in England and nobody gets it. I'm not saying that that's what we should call it. I'm just saying that we need a public service announcement or something. We need like...
0: Yeah, we need Boris to go on TV. We need Boris
1: to go on TV and say, hey, I've heard this isn't cool. Everybody cut it out. It's got a new name.
0: If anything, that'll just make it happen more.
1: I really don't see Boris doing this. I see Boris doing the opposite. Hey, I've heard some things about Chinese whispers not being an okay thing to cool it anymore. So I'm going to cool it that from now on.
0: Yeah, in, in context where it doesn't make any sense for me to bring it up. That
1: is how Boris gets most of his information.
0: <laughs> Good old-fashioned game of
1: telephone. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, yeah okay so it's like the the stories you'd hear a story at the bull and then the next night you go over to the cock and you'd be like hey I heard this story and then someone hears that story and then they go back to the bull the following night and they tell that story again and it just ping pongs back and forth.
1: I don't know if it ping pongs back and forth or so much that people are on their journey and they stop off at one and then they tell the story at another or maybe the travelers are going back and forth but not the same people.
0: Oh, oh, no! I'm not saying it's one person going back and forth. I'm oh. saying that like you, like the story gets passed, yeah, and it, in its reverberations between the two pubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like feedback.
1: Yeah, and it's a, and it becomes a cock and bull story. I like that. I like that idea too. Yeah,
0: I like the idea that it's because now I feel like you'd encounter a pub called the Cock and Bull, which is sort of like leaning into this funny to this like this expression.
1: Yeah, I mean you you were going around laughing at all the pubs we had called cock in England. Okay,
0: but there's one called the famous cock and that's hilarious. <laughs> this is, episode is definitely getting a like.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, it, it needs one. Yeah. Um but th- there's another take on this. It's, it, so it's based on the same idea right. about these two inns, okay? And based on the the fact that people would be gossiping or talking in them. Mm-hmm. But this take on it says that um there was a banter and a rivalry between the travelers themselves. Okay. Because in England, there's a banter and a rivalry between people from London
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the city and people in the north of England. Or in other cities like Birmingham, for mm. example. So some people have said that, you know, and you can tell people apart from their accents in England very rather clearly if you know where people are from. Mm-hmm. Um, so... the the idea was that the kind of the banter and the rivalry between these two people would mean that they'd be trying to outdo each other with their stories and over-exaggerating them Mm. and therefore creating cock and bull stories in these inns. So it'd be like you'd sit down for a beer while you, you strapped your horse up and you'd sit down for a beer after your long travel and you'd bump into someone who was going in maybe in the opposite direction to you. Mm -hmm. You're a Londoner traveling up North and here's a Northerner traveling down South from, I don't know from where. And, um, You'd, you'd give a story and you'd be like, oh, last week I did X, Y, and Z. They'd be like, oh, you wouldn't believe what I did. I did this, that, and everything. And then, you know, they'd blow it out of proportion. Right, yeah. And I can only assume at this point that it was men. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. We, we deserve that. <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs>
1: I can't imagine many single women traveling during these time periods.
0: Well, yeah, that's also very clear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um yeah, and these groups of people, men, getting together yeah. and being like, oh yeah, who's seen this bloke and he did this? And, oh well, well, I'm from just based on this uh, rivalry between Northerners and Southerners. And then went. I
0: caught a fish that was this big. And
1: I met a man that was that no right, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, which one do you like the best?
0: The one where they're going back and forth between the two pubs. That's yeah. my favorite. Like ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, cause, because I love the idea that you're like, because you said that these two pubs were somewhat close to each other. It's unknown. Okay. I like the idea that someone hears a story at a pub and then goes, I'm going to make this story better, but I'm not going to tell it here. Tomorrow I'm going to go to the other one. And then another person at that bar has the same thought. I just think <laughs> that's really funny. Everyone just try to take a, fun, take a good story and claim it as their own and gradually one-upping the details. I think that's a really, really funny idea.
1: Mm. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of it coming from just a fable. Talking animals. Yeah. 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 Like that's nice same. and sweet
0: and simple. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little cock and bull story. A little fable for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But when I did my research, I found out that it didn't have a connection to the popular and it said American phrase, bull.
0: Oh, it, it, it genuinely said no connotation. Mm-hmm. No relationship. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm sure there's some people on the internet that have tried to prove a relationship and, and talk about a link, but the two sources, well, I had four sources for this, mm-hmm. but two of those sources explicitly mentioned that.
0: Oh, huh. all right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that is an American one, and that's not what the show's about, <laughs> at least not right now. Uh, this concludes this episode of Boodoo a Goose. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, uh, we uh, Check out our Facebook page, Boodoo a Goose. Search for it on Facebook. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob S. Rubin. If you have any questions about the podcast, you can go send them to to a Goose podcast at gmail.com. Also leave ratings and reviews wherever you find them. Is that about it? Yeah. That's everything?
1: Yeah. Just like us on Facebook. Tell your friends.
0: Oh, uh... One thing that I, I have yet to address. We've done a number of these shows now. This is episode number thirteen, if I lost, if I kept track. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Max Abrams for use of the song uh, "She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose." Yeah. We haven't. It's mentioned in the credits in every episode, but uh, I I just want to say how this was found because we were trying to find a theme song. And we had a few different ideas, and we wanted it to be like cute and upbeat and silly. And and he's just like, have we Googled it? And that's the first thing that came up. We have not received explicit permission to use this song, but we also aren't making any money. So, thanks, Max Abrams. Uh, Be sure to check out the rest of their catalog, which I'm not sure exists. Um, And if you like the song, it's on Spotify. It's wherever you can listen to songs. The full-length version is very silly and cute. It's on YouTube, too. It's on YouTube, yeah. So, thank you, Annie, for finding that. Because I think that it really gets people in the right mood for listening to this silly show. Great. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I've been Jacob. And I'm Annie. And this has been Boo to a Goose. And remember, nobody
1: says potato.
0: Boo to a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. Hey everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of a dick are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay,
1: all from our very real hot tub.
0: Oh yeah, 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 very real, uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs>